Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Shen and I'm Lei and welcome back to the Wild Day Nap podcast. We're so excited. We are. We're trying to <laughs> pick up the pay- pick up the mood, pick up the mood a little bit. Yeah, I feel like every check in is like Ugh. So, <laughs> complaints. I know. I know. So I mean, I'm trying. You know what, guys? The weather is a lot warmer, so. I feel charged up. My melanin feels strong. <laughs> that has definitely changed my mood. I've been like in the backyard with my shoes off grounding and I'm hey. feeling good. So, you know, my mood is much better. It's like night and day. It's, it's, it's actually so crazy how that works. Yeah. You're like a care bear. You like go into the yeah. sun and like open your chest. Yeah. Up. <laughs> and you just let the sun hit your chest. You're like, yeah, that's it. I'm ready to go. I love that. So you already yeah. told me a little bit, but how are you, friend? How are you feeling? Good. I mean, I feel good. I, I love this time of year. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my anniversary is coming up. Yeah. Even though we're on lockdown, I'm trying to think of like a nice creative way to celebrate this year. Yeah. I just don't know how I'm going to execute it <laughs> at all. But that's good. <laughs> I love it. How, but how are you, friend? Um, I'm doing well too. I, I feel the same way. I'm going to get up shortly and I go and get Yara uh, a bike. Um, Facebook Marketplace, Ooh. shout out to Facebook Marketplace. Oh my gosh, where would we be without you? I mean, yes, we could do curbside pickup for a number of things, but I think the one thing that I like about things being closed is it, 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 it's making me more environmental and more cost conscious. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I could go out and buy Yara a brand new bike, sure. Or I could buy her a bike that is so gently used and pre-loved. And I come home and I sanitize the heck out of that bike. And she goes and rides it and gets it dirty. Because why not? That's what kids do, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's not, like, competing in the Olympics. Like, she doesn't need, like, a proper... She just needs <laughs> Top of the line. Home. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, what is this? Like, she's not doing, like, Tour de France. So, relax. Um, and I think I wasn't like that last year or even the year prior, but this year, like, oh, she needs this. She needs that, especially when it comes on to things in the backyard and things that I know she's going to get dirty. I feel Mm -hmm. like Facebook marketplace is my immediate. And I found like the cutest bike. It looks like it was like barely like even used by a, um, this woman's daughter and it's 20 bucks. And it's like this cute little, like, I don't know. It's like, it's purple and yellow and green and it's really, really cute. So I'm super pumped to get it for her and grab her helmet and I want to see what else I can get on there. <laughs> For sure. Like, I feel like, like I'm over buying like really nice things. Straight up. 
because I watched, like we got her a scooter and like she loved it at first but then she won't like she's not using it she refuses to use it mm-hmm. so I was just like how am I like I don't want to go out every day and pull her on a scooter like I'm not about that life my no. back hurts I got old bones I don't have time for this <laughs> so, it's true these bones old I, just, <laughs> I went no. out and bought like a gently used wagon yeah that ended up being so useful because it has like the double seats and nice. like the, po- the pockets and like the snack like the snack holes the cup holders and it can turn into a cooler like it was just like so oh I need to it look was so, for one of those it was so cheap I was like, oh yes. It's amazing. I just like sanitize the hell out of it. And that's it. And she goes on every day and like pre-nap walks now. I let her run around, just put her butt in that wagon, take her home. She's sleeping by the time we get back. Beautiful. I was like, this is like the best investment I've ever spent in my life. A hundred percent. I hear you. Like this bike is 10 bucks. The scooter that I have also in the area is 10. No, the, the bike is 20, the scooter is 10. And I'm like, yeah. this is perfect because it's like, yeah, she does. If she, if she uses it cool, if she doesn't no like no big deal. Right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Plandemic. You know, you've been half decent for something. You're not all not trash. The plandemic. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't all trash girl. Um, <laughs> but also friends, uh, we have another reason to be excited and to be and to have so much energy and it's because very excited very excited very because we've been like fangirling (laughs) over our guests and also like borderline like just like shocked we're just like forever impressed every time just dming each other like wow oh is she a magician we're like look at it today look it's like what is this sorcery like (laughs) how like it's just so crazy so (laughs) so friends we are joined um by asa but more affectionately known on instagram by my curves and curls and we just adore her so welcome thank you thank you for having me guys oh Oh, our pleasure oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) it's it's a really it's your pleasure a true pleasure of ours because man, you just you you're such a delight on Instagram. Like every post, everything, it's like yes, yes. So can't welcome. wait to hear your secrets. <laughs> All of them. Um, so tell us how you're doing. How is your week going? How are you feeling? I am feeling exhausted. <laughs> mm. It's been a long week. Um, and I have a long day today and tomorrow. I'm shooting a few campaigns. Ooh, um, it's, it's been a long week. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> wow. That's, you uh, geez, that's intense, right? Um, yeah. and I guess we'll get into it a little bit about like, you know, your, your, your career. Cause mm-hmm. I think f- from what I'm assuming, it's like, you know, this is what you have to do. This is your full-time job. Mm-hmm. right so it's kind of it like is. yeah like I, I think that sometimes people see the glitz and the glam and they're like oh that must be so awesome that must be so or cool so easy the- mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and we don't think about these times where it's like oh it's Saturday and I would want nothing more than just to curl up on the couch and watch Netflix or just like play roll around on the grass with my kids and it's like I have x y and z that I have to be, I have to do and it has to be done like really well so yeah, absolutely. You know what? I think ever since I gave birth to my last baby, I don't think I've taken a weekend off. Like I've been working all weekends. There's always something to do. 
So, um, because he actually doesn't let me do much during the weeks. Wow. <laughs> um, um, if I take him in my office, he's touching my, cause I have a dressing room slash office slash mm-hmm. beauty area. Yeah. So he just goes there, just goes through my makeup, through everything <laughs> on the floor. Um, so I gave up on that. Um, so now I try to do like all the house stuff during the week. And then on the weekend, the husband takes over while I do shootings, you know, um, during the week, I still do, do like light work, do meetings and stuff like that. Um, but for the most shooting that I do now, if I'm not in the photo, it's fine. But if I'm in the photo, then I have to do those during the, the weekend. So been a while since I took a weekend off to be honest with you wow wow boss mom life trust me wow yeah well I definitely I mean listen we live in an authentic place mm-hmm. <laughs> so we appreciate it when you keep it real mm-hmm. That's awesome. and we tired over here we tired 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 yeah sick and tired of being sick sick and tired tired. yeah Um, well friends no segue it's uh it's bomb mom time (laughs) too tired for a segue that's the segue um it's our one of our favorite moments in the in the episode it is where you can nominate Mm -hmm. an incredible mother um so many different ways to do it you can you know, send us a DM at WTN podcast on Instagram. You can go to whilethenap.ca and send us in like a, like a message there nominating the mom mom. Um, you can email us WTN podcast info at gmail.com and tell us like just in the subject line, bomb mom nom and nominate someone who you think is awesome because, you know, listen, this, this is the season. Tis the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to celebrate an incredible woman who has influence over children because yeah it's not it's, it's no easy feat um so uh Shen, you want to go first uh sure okay I think I'm gonna just change my nomination really quick oh okay uh, <laughs> for no reason it was just I um I saw on Instagram this week, I, I think I just didn't notice this whole time, but I saw that Brenda was pregnant again. And I'm I like, what? I was yeah. so shocked. But anyways, I want to nominate um, a friend of ours, Brenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is a mom of soon to be a mom of two. And um, yeah, I admire Brenda. She's has always been a vibe. Yeah. There's one thing about Brenda. She is <laughs> old when I first met her she's just always a good vibe and she's always she has always been hustling yes and that (laughs) there is never a moment where Brenda is not up to something so you know what I just want to send Brenda all the love congratulations girl Um, I'm just so happy to see that your family is growing so shout out to Brenda amazing 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 I love that and also I was also so impressed uh, when I noticed that she was pregnant, because she's just, uh, she's amazing. And she was mentioning how she had just recently returned to work. So fantastic. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I love Brenda. Me too. Um, my bomb mom nom this week is Melissa Grello. I love Melissa. I love the social. I really enjoy uh, watching her on screen. 
um, or on screen on camera on TV. I don't know why I said screen. That's weird. But anyway, I think she's awesome for a couple of reasons. One, because she used to be a teacher. So I and she references that a lot. She talks a lot about how, you know, her teaching career and like the love that she developed for kids and for people and for social justice started in the classroom and how that like now is transferable to her role as a TV host. So I love that. I definitely love that. And I see like similarities as far as like me being a teacher and how I kind of even approach like this show. Like I feel like I still have those a lot of those same interests. So that's super cool. But honestly, um, yeah, so I love her for that. The other thing that she did recently is she created a scholarship. Again, another similarity that we have. We're both York U alumni. And she recently created a scholarship exclusively for Black and Indigenous women. Um, and it's the first in scholarship to exist at York University for Black and Indigenous women um, in the Department of Economics. So she was like, York was so awesome to me and I want to be able to give back to, um, you know, a group of marginalized women who I feel like don't have as many resources or opportunities. So I thought that was super noble and amazing. And Melissa Grello is funny as hell. She's so funny. She's so funny. And she's like, so um, just really like snarky in her comments and people say like mean things to her. I think she always has like the funniest responses. So all in all, outside of just being a great host and seemingly such a great friend to um, her co-hosts and all that great stuff, she just is an incredible mother who pours into her daughter like no tomorrow. So Melissa Grello, you are my bomb mom nom. <laughs> How about you, Asa? Um, for me, this week, I think I'm going to dedicate it to one of my best friends. Um, she's an absolute new mom. Um, she's the best auntie that my, my kids can ask for. Uh, and she always wanted to be a mom, and she just gave birth a few days before Mother's Day. Um, yeah, she's she's amazing. Um, so yeah, I will definitely dedicate like that will be my nomination for this for this. I haven't been able to see her nor the baby yet, but I'm hoping to see them soon. Um, you know, and I know she's doing she's doing incredible because she was so nice with my kids. She was always there for me. And it is really sad that I'm not able to be there for her mm -hmm. because of the pandemic, but definitely her name is Awa. Um, so this is her nomination for this week. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet. Congrats <laughs> to her. Congratulations, yeah. Awa. New mom. I'm like, woohoo. New mom's club. Welcome that's to gonna the be club. <laughs> You know what? I would love to talk to a new mom that has had a baby during the pandemic. Like well, the first, like, oh, I of course. I had my baby right before we went on lockdown. So he came in at the end of February. And mm -hmm. then I, I think because he was premature. So he was at the hospital for about two to three weeks. So we'll go home, come back, go home and come back. And at that time, slowly, we were go literally going into lockdown. And then mm -hmm. one, two, three, boom, we were on lockdown. And the thing is that before lockdown and while I was pregnant, I was bedridden the whole time. I wow. Couldn't oh my gosh. I was in bed the entire time. So, you know, pregnancy, they say nine months. I'll say it's literally a year. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. 
It's so you know, true. so I was in bed the whole time. So I was looking forward to literally going out, doing things, being able to mm-hmm. eat food again because I wasn't able to, to, to eat anything at that time. Mm-hmm. And then boom, we're on lockdown, pandemic. And it's, it's, it was hard. It's yeah. still hard, to be honest with you, because we've been home ever since, right? Mm-hmm. So when we get out, or at least when he gets out, is to go either walk around the park, come back home, or go to the doctor for his vaccines and stuff. But he probably sometimes he looks outside, probably thinking, what's out there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's it's been it's been really really challenging, you know. It's been really really challenging. But also, um, I feel like I've spent more time with him mm-hmm. when he was a baby than the other children because we had help, we had you know other people coming mm-hmm. around. But for him, right. it was just us, right? It was just mm-hmm. us. We just had to do what we had to do and and keep things safe for us. So it's been it's been hard. Let's just put it that way. It's been it's been hard. I have some friends that ask, how are you able to pump out all these content while you have all these kids? I'm like, well, it means going to bed sometimes at 4 a.m. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Well, you the know behind what? the scenes that people don't see. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 let's just get into it because. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, might I, as but, well. But- Like, what are you willing to do together? Like, yeah. what are you willing to sacrifice? And, yeah. you know, are you willing to sacrifice time, sleep? Yeah. Oper- like, what are you willing to sacrifice? So yeah. I think, yeah, that, that <laughs> I think we found the title of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I think that makes it even harder now. It's that, um, like, if it was like a regular smuggler like time like you could probably hire somebody to do this hire somebody to do that um send the kids to uh, the oldest one they go to school but the old the young one could go to daycare while Mm -hmm. around the house but we don't have any of that like it's just one it's a one woman show like you just or one woman and a man because husband is you know behind the scenes as well um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's 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 been hard to be honest with you um yeah when people see the instagram it looks i always like to say to everybody that it is a curated life it -hmm. is basically somewhere to escape because you know what at the end of the day um people want to see the real you at the same time also when they go on instagram or all these other places pinterest they want to escape 
Mm-hmm. Their own lives and clutter and 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 um, kids running around. They just want to get lost into something. So you want to give them something to lost about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't mean that. Oh my God, your life is perfect. It's it's far from perfect. <laughs> Amen. Far, 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 far from perfect. But Instagram allows you to have that little bubble for yourself where you can kind of, you know, put this together. It's curated. You know, mm-hmm. if we had to go daily, like take pictures of every little thing in your life, it would totally not look like that, right? So, um, true. yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's real life. However, it is a curated life. If you take little pieces out of all of our lives and put it together then you will have that perfect looking feet that looks like you living on mm-hmm. Lala Lynch, true. right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it's cool. so true. The best mm-hmm. looking parts. Yeah. That's awesome. So, I mean, just right off the bat, it would be so cool if you could just tell our listeners, because um, I mean, Chanel and I know you, we feel like we know you very well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it would be so awesome if you could tell our listeners like a bit about you, about your influencer journey and, you know, talk a little bit, maybe even about your aesthetic. But yeah, just, you know, share sure. the one-on-one on, on, on who you are, the 411, I should say, on who you are. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So my name is Asa Sise, as you know. Um, I am originally from Mali, which is a uh, West African country. Um, we're close to Ivory Coast. Uh, we border with Mauritania. Uh, we bo- border with Niger. Um, so yeah, so we're literally, in, like part of the country is basically the Sahara that a lot of people hear about. Um, yeah. So I, I moved to the US when I was 18, 17 each. 18 for university and when I moved here or I moved there I didn't speak any English um, only French and my native language so I learned English on my first year there went to university I was in Philadelphia moved from there to Minnesota uh, to get my four-year degree and then I met my husband there and we he moved here and I followed (laughs) (laughs) Um, and, uh, when I was on mat leave back in 20, oh, not 20, 2008, when I was on mat leave with my first son, I started mm. getting bored at home, uh, yeah. because it's a year of mat leave and I didn't know what to do with my time. Like, I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So I decided, you know what? At that time, blogging was starting a little bit. And I did enjoy a few blogs back in the day, you know, all writing, people just writing their heart out. And then you will go and read it and you will leave comments. And it was like a huge community of just women doing the blogging thing. It's like a journaling thing that we're doing back then, right? Um, So I'm like, you know what? There isn't a place out there for... Uh, African designers, like a place where I can just go online and t- and find a designer like that's African based or based in the diaspora uh, and mm-hmm. find their information. Um, and then I started this blog called CFRIC, which was really finding designers from all over the world and putting their info there, blogging about mm-hmm. their collection. Um, and then right around 2012, um, I started, well, before that I would, I would, from time to time, I was squeezing a little outfit 
in there. Yeah. Uh, and then I started <laughs> to notice that people actually um, were, I was getting more comments on my outfit posts than all the other stuff that I was doing. Right. Because of course, that's the human side of things, right? And mm-hmm. and then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to start a brand new blog, mm-hmm. you know, separate from this fashion blog that is that has a purpose. And then that's how My Curves and Curls was born. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how I, I think I just sat there one day. I'm like, oh, what can I name this blog? Uh, I have natural hair. I have my curls. Okay, curves. Oh, my curves and curls let's just put it and then <laughs> that's, that's perfect it. That's, you know that's perfect and uh yeah that's how it all started and that was so basically if you look at it I've been vlogging since 2008 wow. so it's been a, it's been a long journey I know some people is for some people it's a little bit shorter they come into the scene they're like make a bang and then they're known everywhere for I, I guess I'm an OG per se like you started yeah you know slowly and then here we are that's 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 my journey for you wow so how did you transition from um fashion to home and lifestyle that is a good question (laughs) um (laughs) for the longest time I wanted to do lifestyle well Mm -hmm. share more than fashion right but I was (laughs) always so scared I'm like you know what my audience is not here for my kids. They're not here for my home. They're not here for anything. They're here just to see fashion and move on with their lives. How am mm-hmm. I going to introduce this to them? I would say definitely the pandemic within the last year, the pandemic had a lot to do with it because mm. we were, even though before the pandemic, I was squeezing a little home stuff here and there, but it's honestly when I, I was forced to stop and stay home and not go yeah. anywhere. I started to focus on sharing more about me, more about my life, more about like the home per se. Um, even though I'm online, I still like to keep part of my life like private because, you know, the internet just ruins everything. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's everybody's choice to, some people like to show everything and do everything and be, hundred percent there. I like to keep, you know, I'll say, I like to keep 25% of, you know, that life there. Personal. Just, just, yeah. Just for, yeah. Personal, just for my own sanity. And, mm-hmm. um, and then I started slowly sharing home stuff here and there to this day. I will tell you right now, my home stuff is the background analytics are very good. But when you look from outside, like when you look at the number of likes and comments, it's not as good as my fashion posts. And that's because mm-hmm. most of my audience is there for fashion. But mm-hmm. I think right now, because we're all home mm-hmm. and we ain't got nowhere to go, mm-hmm. they, they understand that this is what it has to be. Yeah. You know, I can't be glamming to go where. You know, right, I right. do it for fun just to, you know, to let people know, hey, this is available. This is do, do this. But at the end of the day, we ain't got nowhere to go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And you know yeah. what? I think it also does well because because we have nowhere to go, everyone's pouring into their home. I am like, okay, you know what? Now that I'm here, let me just figure out how to zhuzh up my place. I need to make it feel more homely. 
And the first, because I know I do that. I'm like, I need to go find some inspiration, make a pin board, you know, find an aesthetic that feels good to me. And that's like where I found your page. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's true because we're home and I can't even tell you right now how many things that I've ordered that are back ordered. I've been waiting for things for months. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because everybody is into not necessarily home decor, but just making their home feel good, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I thought that was a good opportunity for me to tap into that part, is, which is something I absolutely adored before, but never dared to share because, you know, that imposter syndrome, like nobody cares. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to care about my house. Like everybody has a home, like who cares oh, about mine? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but then I'm like, you know what, Asa? You just have to share what you're up to right now and what you're loving right now. And right now it's not to get up to get beautiful and go to, you know, these beautiful events with brands and doing all this right now. The reality is you're home with your children. Um, you're basically a homemaker, you're home all the time. So make your house beautiful, clean it as much as you can Yeah. You know, and, and share whatever you're learning right now with your audience. Right. So um, I think I slowly, that's how I slowly transition from fashion to lifestyle. I don't still, even though a lot of people do see me as a lifestyle blogger, I don't feel still that I'm a full blown lifestyle blogger. I would love to be though. Um, but slowly the audience is getting used to that part, like sharing mm-hmm. home stuff, you know, being in the kitchen, cooking, even the cooking part. Listen, I was like... I'm a foodie. I like to cook. Um, and a lot of time, like back in the day, I refused to share food stuff because I'm a fat girl and I, I was scared of judgment, right? I was scared mm. of people. Oh my gosh, she's always eating. Mm. She's always, you know? So I was really scared. I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't be sharing my food because people are like, oh my gosh, she's also unhealthy. But now I, I can't, I, I can't care about that. I don't care. Good. <laughs> Good. Judge. We can judge. I'm still sharing. And the funny part is that people actually love it when I share these things. And I'm like, why was I waiting so long before I did all these? Right. Mm-hmm. But timing is everything. So I believe that yeah. God, God timing is everything. So it is what it is. And Absolutely. now you're doing all the things, all the yeah. things that you enjoy yeah. and love. All the things that I enjoy, love and having fun doing it. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I hate how we do that. Like we get in our own way and we get in our own head about what we think we should and shouldn't do. Right. Like it's so, and it's like for the craziest of things, like it's just like, and I get it. Like I get being like, like, I don't want people to judge me. And it's like, so what, if you're a curvy girl, you don't eat like, (laughs) like, are you kidding me? Like I like food just as much as any, like if I'm a size two, a size 12, a size 18, everybody eats. Everybody Mm -hmm. eats. Yeah. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, it's, it's just so it's crazy. in your head, you know, it's yes. something in your head that could, oh, if I do this, they're going to mm-hmm. judge me or whatever. But you know what? It's, you have to have, like, I think when you're basically online, you have to develop a thick skin and not really care yeah. about, because when people watch you, sometimes they feel like, um, they feel like they can tell you what to do. Yeah. Oh, you shouldn't do it this way. You should do it this way. <laughs> oh, you know, yes. but the bottom line is this is your platform. You do what yeah. you want with your platform. People have come and gone. Like a lot of people have followed and unfollowed. And that yeah. is absolutely fine. If you think mm-hmm. that the content that I'm providing you is not 
purposeful to you. Like you don't get anything out of it. I'd rather you go somewhere else than to just sit there and watch me and be pissed every day. Right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> that's hilarious. You know, cause you ain't gonna, you're going to love it. So why are you here? Like why? <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> so true. Um, <laughs> we're just laughing. Cause we had a, we had someone like make a very intense comment about like me being a podcaster now because I used to be on YouTube and then I <laughs> and now I'm a, a podcaster and they were like I will not support this you are not doing what we told you to do and I'm like friend <laughs> you don't have to stay this is what you, know? you want to do this is yeah, you of course upgrading your life however they may feel about it they can they can think it's a downgrade but for you it's an upgrade or for it's sure. not even an upgrade. It's something that you love doing. Mm-hmm. And you want to take people with you that that also enjoy the content that you're providing them. If you're not Absolutely. enjoying the content and you're just here telling the person what you do, what you do, even when they didn't ask you. Like if I ask you, what do you want to see? And then you give me your opinion, fine. But like you keep telling me, oh, this is what you should have added. This is what you should have removed. Oh, <laughs> this, you know, it's it becomes really, really hard when you have, when you're online, when you have a platform. Um, you can't back everything. You just, sometimes you just have to, to sit back and just let people do what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And also I because mean, yeah. you, you are in the position of, not the position of power, but you're the visible person. So um, if you send anything nasty to someone or anything out of the order or whatever, your your brand is what's going to suffer from it because they can they can do anything with that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. It's so true. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just yeah. have to keep it moving because at the end of the day, and I always say this, if people have comments that are not constructive, it's, I'm doing what serves me and makes me happy. Yeah. And that's that. And you can move accordingly afterwards. Amen. <laughs> do what you, you want to do, friends, because exactly. I'm still going to remain happy and still continue to do what I love. Amen. Amen. But um, <laughs> the reason why we are super pumped is we want to talk about your aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So friends, Asa yeah. had, she has an all white house and she got children. Yeah. I'm scrolling right now. That's what I'm distracted by. I'm literally scrolling. And look, I actually was looking at it for a second and I was like, oh my God. Is it? You just get lost. Like, I'm you so get, nervous. You get lost. <laughs> you get lost. You, you get but lost. I would love to know. Um, I would love to hear about why you chose uh, the white aesthetic. Was it just a preference or was it like, did you do research on like what is a brandable aesthetic or was it just something you already love to do? Like you love all white everything. Okay. So the short answer is um, I, in the real, like I am a colorful kind of girl. You know, I mm-hmm. love to yes. wear bright colors. Um, but for the house, so the, so the story is when we moved into this house, I don't know if you guys scroll all the way down, you probably will see some color there. When we, now I have to, it was multicolored. Okay. Every Mm -hmm. single room, the dining room, the first living room, the, the living room at the back, the kitchen, it was literally like a rainbow. And I just. I just couldn't, I couldn't like, 
I couldn't deal with it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't deal with it. But the short answer is that I, when I'm decorating the house, I'm always buying stuff and um, I can't make up my mind as to how I want to keep listening. If you live with me, my husband and my kids, at this point when I'm moving furniture around, nobody reacts because it's just part of life here. <laughs> so always changing things around the home, changing things around the home, changing things around the home. So in my head, if I want to be able to keep doing this, I have to have a neutral color. Got it. You know, I have to have a neutral color. And it wasn't honestly like it just happens to be white, um, and it happened to pop on Instagram. But that wasn't even the thinking behind it. The thinking mm -hmm. was keep everything in the house as neutral as you can because you change your mind so much. With white, whatever couch you buy, it's gonna work, right? So that was the reasoning behind it to mm. keep everything. And then now, of course, when I sit down and look at my family, like oh kind of white you know yeah. but it wasn't that wasn't really that wasn't intentional that wasn't intentional <laughs> at all my goal was to just paint the whole house so that everywhere you walk into it's kind of like uniform mm -hmm. and easier on the eye it didn't have to be white it could have been any other color but mm -hmm. I personally feel like um for me as my own aesthetic it's better like this room for instance this room is my husband's office and it's, it's dark blue. And mm -hmm. he painted this like what last year because mm -hmm. he was over my white and go against the grain, yeah. whatever he wants in this room. I don't care. So he painted this like dark blue, mm -hmm. right? But the rest of the house, um, and then also our basement is still like baby blue ish. I didn't change that color yet because mm -hmm. that's where the kids are all the time mm -hmm. I'm like okay, whatever I'm not really caring about this place as much now because yeah. I have other things to do upstairs once yeah. I'm done with that then I'll move to them but those are the two rooms in the house right now that are like a different color like everything else it makes me happy to just walk in and then everything is uniform and that's because mm -hmm. when we bought the house it was like oh my god it was crazy when you move to a different room it's a different color the bedrooms mm -hmm. there were a blue bedroom a lilac bedroom a yellow bedroom oh lord yeah that's <sighs> was, I, I just had to change everything to make it better and then the reasoning behind was literally just me not making up my mind about furniture about everything I'm like okay whatever I buy it's gonna work with the white walls True. that was the reason behind it and it definitely smart. works very, mm -hmm. very, very smart. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. at least you don't have to paint every five minutes. That's so no, true. No. And then also when um, I actually painted most of the house, expect, except um, the, the big room that it's there because it's a long and huge room. Mm -hmm. So we had to hire somebody to do that. Um, and also we chose a paint that can be like cleaned. Mm. Um, so, yeah so um use a little bit of you know tide and um uh and then hot water and just swipe it and then everything is gone oh and nice that's how, that's how I, I keep the, the walls clean and I do clean my walls when I see stuff I do go around and clean it out a little bit you know but it's it's a lost cause to be honest with you because <laughs> the next day is <laughs> You know that was my next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next the follow -up. Like, yeah. 
you know, the next day it's like, boom, hands are on it, something, you yeah. scratch it, something. But, you know, it's, it's, I think, honestly, being home, what else do I have to do at this point? Just, just clean it out, right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So how do you keep the kids from uh, messing up your living room and having like, um, an all-white house and having, making sure that they don't touch anything big? <laughs> My my secret is not having a TV there. That's it. Mm. Oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah. If you notice, there's no TV in none of my living rooms. Um, and yeah, that they have their TV in their playroom downstairs. My husband has a TV here. Um, we have a TV upstairs in our bedroom. Um, so when we go sit in our living room it's literally to sit and talk to ourselves and you know have conversations there's no nothing is our head like our head is not somewhere else we're literally there Mm -hmm. to be doing family time and talking and yeah that lasts probably 10 minutes before the kids like bye mom Uh, (laughs) and they're back later and they're 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 back in their play area downstairs uh so that's how I clean the place the way I mean that's how I that's how I keep it the way it is because literally when the kids come there they just come to sit and chit chat um with us that's it you know that I mean, is that's that enough I, that that's so smart right now, yeah the only thing they messed up right now is the pillows I'm always trying to fix the darn pillows right but yeah. <laughs> I, I can do that. that's not that's not a problem at all that is the secret like I don't have and all it is a secret but also it's a privilege because not everybody has the privilege of having a living room and not having anything in there very right? true so mm-hmm. let's put that out there as well you know um so having somewhere where the kids can play definitely helps with me keeping everything as it is right now you know right so if the kids were not in the basement I mean they're in the kitchen now more often and trust me it's it's hard to keep it up it's really really hard to keep it up <laughs> <laughs> you're always constantly picking up after everybody like on a daily basis some days to be honest with you sometimes I'm like you know what f this I'm not doing this today I'm just not doing this today but then the next I'm like oh, let me just clean the darn thing you know? yeah yeah um, right the struggle every time you're like, forget Ooh, it. And then the here I real. am with the broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get pissed for a few minutes. and like, okay, fine. I'm just going to clean it. <laughs> oh, gosh. I love that. So I think another, what? Oh, you're I'm still, still scrolling. You're- I'm still scrolling. I'm still scrolling because it's just like, I mean, I like, I don't know. I just feel like my brain doesn't work like this. Like, it's just like. <laughs> I just have so many questions. It's like, so like you just like choose every, like everything in your home has been chosen just by your own taste and interest. Like mm-hmm. that's just, just so fascinating to me. It's just like, how do you just know what's going to go? Such a great style. It's just like Girl. such an incredible. And I think, I, I don't know. I think that like, you know, sometimes, and this is not the case for everybody, but oftentimes when you have someone who's like, you know, their home is so beautifully create, like, you know, curated and like, just every single, like literally every detail is just like, I love that. I love that. I love that. It doesn't always translate like to their sense of style, mm-hmm. but I feel like yours is like an extension of your style. Like I'm looking at the clothes that you wear, the yes. glasses on your face, the, the cup in your hand, the table, 
the mantle, the fireplace, the window <laughs> trimming. I'm like, how is it like everything is an except the, the kids' outfits, like every single thing Perfect. is like Listen, it's so that's it's, why I'm like, how is this all your brain? Or is there another oh my, is there oh a supportive all oh my brain? And honestly though, I don't even Jeez. like I said before, when other people see it and talk about it, it makes me feel so happy because I'm always questioning myself. Wow. Is it, is this good? Am I doing okay? Is this good? Um, you know, and when other people acknowledge this, it makes me feel so happy because I don't see it. Wow. You know, sometimes mm, wow. I see them like, okay, is this good? Um, We've been living in this home. We used to live in Markham. Um, oh, woo, woo. yeah. Um, <laughs> so we've been in this home. How, how long have we been here? Has it been eight, eight years? Maybe eight years or so. I still don't have a, a complete dining room because I have not found the tables. And um, I have a dining room. <laughs> I have a dining room in our kitchen. That's where we eat. That's where we do everything. So that's fine. But like our formal dining room, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you noticed, you probably haven't seen it there. That's because it's I'm sitting empty now because I haven't found that perfect table that I want. And it's been eight mm-hmm. years. Wow. So wow. whatever has been curated and has taken time to yeah. come along. And then also that's one of the reasons why I'm like the biggest fan of homes and because I'm able to see something imagined in my home bring it home doesn't work bring it back bring it right back Mm -hmm. so that listen there's such a huge story behind that mantle and the 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 arch that's on top of that mantle when I tell you one day I was browsing um home sense and I was I was far away from home because I go to all the home sense I just don't go to the ones that are near me (laughs) (laughs) so me yeah yeah, when I have time I go to different ones because I feel like even though some of the things are the same they're yeah no it's right right? some are better definitely right some are better so I was browsing girl when I saw this arch listen mind blown (laughs) I'm like this is it. After so many years, oh if you scroll back, you see like the smallest mirrors that I've shared, I've put on that mantle didn't work. I was looking for the perfect piece and I saw this one. <gasps> Listen, my car, it was too big for my car. We spent, so I bought, I bought it like immediately. I didn't second guess myself. I don't care. I don't care if my husband took me out today because it's too expensive. I don't care. I am getting this art because this is going to make the room. So I bought it. Now it's time to bring it home. <laughs> and there is no delivery. I'm far from home. <sighs> Listen, they had to put this art on top of my car. Oh I my had God. I had to run to Walmart down there in the mall. There was, it was a mall to get some rope. The jumper cable. Oh, wow. <laughs> For the guy, because I, I was not going to leave this art behind because listen, I don't want nobody to come and pick up this art. And, you know, because that can happen sometimes when you buy something, yeah. even though it's somebody else can bring it to the register and buy it again. Yeah. And then yeah. it goes out. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. This is going home today. 
and Lucy mm-hmm. and me put it on top of my car and I drove like a snail all the way home. <laughs> oh my god. Hoping that I will I won't be stopped by the police because I'm doing <laughs> hazard lights on. You know, making hoping hoping that the art won't fly away or it won't destroy or oh my god. Yeah. So yeah, I I literally feel like when you create your home, it has to be like tra- like it's like when you get in, it's like you travel, you have you picked up pieces here and there, different part of your life and just put it together in your home. Take your time. You know, so it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be immediately done. Just mm-hmm. take your time with it. Just take your time. Damn. And make it look like the, the way you want to. Oh and my it. gosh. <laughs> but like, can you decorate my house? <laughs> I can. <laughs> yeah. It's like so if you have patience. What's girl? Card? I got time. I got like, time. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm like, it's exactly it. It's like, okay, so I bought this house. I'm gonna be in it for at least another three, four years. So that's by the time I'm ready to move, it should be done. You know- <laughs> By the time I'm ready to look for a new one, it should be exactly the way I want it. We already decided that, you know what, maybe this is going to be our home for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm thinking maybe if we move out of here, it would be to probably downgrade when the kids are grown. Oh, good. Mm -hmm. You know, because we have have a nice view. We don't have any houses in the back. So we have like a, a little... Uh, nice view in the back it's it's and it's a nice area like we're like literally on the cul-de-sac so there's mm-hmm. no traffic oh so the kids wonderful that's so good for oh kids. that's so yeah good. and then we have a park just that on the other side we have a huge park there Are so you- yeah so we we're really i mean anything can happen you know you can never tell what the future holds for but sure. we're hoping not to stay around because we like the neighborhood we like the vibe mm-hmm. we like mm-hmm. the house um mm-hmm. So, but you know, never say never. That's sure. true. Never never right? well, especially never in this market. Oh man, you gotta be like, you're probably so happy to have a place that's nice, that you got space, especially if you find a place where like the schools are good, the kids are like settled. It's like, yeah. 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 I, don't yeah I think that's honestly when we were, when we were purchasing this place, that's the first thing. Listen, my husband was looking at schools like, oh, Same. this school is not good. So we're not going to this house. I'm like, babe, mm-hmm. are we going to bring that? Nope. So yeah, we, the, the school that, the kids go to was definitely one of the main reason we bought this this place because the school was good aside from the fact that I did love the house as well so yeah mm-hmm. that's me yeah I love that mm-hmm. uh I would love for you to give us I don't know how many maybe three I would love for you to give us three styling tips for people that want to zhuzh up their place but have small children and small budgets <laughs> you know what? I'm a very, very frugal girl. I am a very <laughs> frugal girl. Um, I like to definitely buy little pieces here and there that are expensive, but most of the items in this house, yeah, that I think that will be my very first tip is to whatever you're buying for your home, um, make sure it's not too expensive in the sense that if the kids destroy it, you will be okay with it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, buy a couch that is, I know there's a name for it, but that is stain friendly. Like if you spill wine on it, if the kids have mud on their hands, mm. um, <laughs> um, you know, you can just clean it off. Mm-hmm. Use the paint in your home that's easy to clean. Mm. Mm-hmm. you know 
you just go around and wipe it off and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, what else? That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, you can, you can definitely, I think you can train the kids. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've heard work that. All the time. Yeah. Can, the kids know. I've been trying to train the kids and the husband to, to respect That's the hardest one. Staff. That'd be the <laughs> hardest one. To respect <laughs> my, my stuff, you know? Just don't leave this on the table here, please. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you right now, if I walk out, I'll probably find something on the, on the table right there. Of course. And, you know, um, right. you can definitely, but I feel like now they know that mom is so into certain things when they do it even though they keep doing it but now there's always something that clicks in their hand maybe i shouldn't be living this year you know mm. maybe i should be living this year um for the young one he's still a baby so he doesn't know a lot but even him like he was born with the plants in the house i am always amazed at the fact that he goes around with all these plants and he doesn't touch them mm. That's I'm a miracle. still trying to figure that one out. I don't know That's, what. It's just what a that miracle. Is. It is a miracle. I I have a feeling maybe he because it's still, and he's he grew up with the plants there, so he probably thinks it's just like another wall. I don't know. Mm, maybe. <laughs> now he's he just, just he's good. Mine he is picks up the shoes, the umbrellas, the pillows, but the plants are out there, and he's not going to destroy them. Wow, That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That is fascinating. Um, yeah. So invest, you can invest in things like beds, for instance. Um, those are things that um, should be invested on. Like even if you have little money, just buy a nice, even an Ikea bed is, Ikea beds are, I have a bed from Ikea that I've had since I first got married. <clears throat> it's still out there. It's still upstairs. It's been 14 years almost. Wow. No. Yep. yep. Come no. on, Ikea. Yep. So it's not, it's not always, I know people see it as, you know, something like somewhere that's pretty cheaper than the other places, but some of those things are really good. Right. So invest in things that, um, to last you, for instance, a bed, like, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. you always need a bed in your house. So mm-hmm. that is something to invest in. Um, <clears throat> what else do I have? I think I want to just like, Give, like because we're already like loading all these questions onto you. I do want to load one more question um, mm-hmm. because I mean you're dropping incredible style tips that I feel like I mean people are probably frantically writing down like get a good bed, <laughs> <laughs> IKEA. So which I yeah. love and I think that that's mm-hmm. so awesome. But I think you know we definitely want to spruce up our homes. We definitely want to make our homes feel like homes. But I think we mm-hmm. also have. Uh, a community of moms, just based on the ones that I've seen following us on things that I've seen that where they're mm-hmm. also trying to really grow their influencer status, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that it's a little bit daunting. So it I is. think that that would be really cool too, if not only you could drop tips for, you know, sprucing up your house and keeping it together on a budget, but what advice mm-hmm. might you have for, you know, a mom who's listening, who's like, you know what, I really think that I could, I could do this. I think that I could be a mom fluencer also. Um, you don't mm-hmm. have to give us all your secrets, but if you wanted to drop mm-hmm. like maybe a suggestion or a tip, I think that mm-hmm. would be really cool too. Yeah. You know what? Um, I don't know. I, I was saying this at the beginning of the show that um, 
people do go online to escape from you know their lives yeah Um, Mm -hmm. anybody I feel I personally feel like all of us anybody can be an influencer mm-hmm. it doesn't the, the the numbers I know we focus a lot on numbers but numbers really mm-hmm. don't matter I follow some people that have literally a thousand followers but they have influenced me in buying certain things so um and they have influenced me in motherhood like giving me tips in motherhood so just because they don't have a hundred thousand followers doesn't mean that they're not knowledgeable right, right. but to reach a certain level in your influence, you also have to see yourself as a brand. Mm. See yourself as a brand. There's a lot of things, there are a lot of things out there that I do want to share. Um, and that's what stories are for now, because now stories, you can be yourself, you can share all the nitty gritty and everything, right? So yeah. um but on my feed, for instance, there are a lot of things that I want to do. I do want to share, but then the, it doesn't work with my brand as a whole. Because mm-hmm. even though I work with other brands, I'm also a brand myself. If a brand comes to me and say, "I want to place my product into your home," "I want to place my product into your life," does this work with my own brand? Mm-hmm. If it doesn't align with my own brand, it doesn't align with my own belief. Then I'm not putting my name behind it. True. Certain things just don't work for me. I just don't like them. Just not nothing against the brand itself but just don't like them so I wouldn't so see yourself as a brand define yourself what are you your pictures don't have to be beautiful anything but if you're beginning and that is something that I have learned along the way because when we first started we literally just started this as something fun to do uh we had no guidance yeah People that are coming in now and are starting to influence or are just getting into it, they have all this knowledge that's there. They have all these people that have done it, that that are living proof, that can give advice. When I started, there was nobody to give me any advice. I was just in this. I still, I am still learning to this day to know my worth, things that I should charge for, Mm -hmm. things that I should do. So seeing yourself um, as a brand from the beginning if you ever want to do this, like, let's say as a full time, you want this full time from the beginning, see yourself as a business, as small, even if you have a hundred followers, see yourself as a business, the time that you put in to um, put that content out there. Creating content is really, really hard. I know Mm -hmm. it it looks pretty, but it's really, really hard because you have to constantly sit there and think, what am I going to post? What am I going to say? Is this going to be relatable? Um, how is the audience is going to react to this? The fact that we're home mm-hmm. for a year and a half and we're still able to pump out content. And this is for all content creators, like everybody, podcaster, everybody. The fact yeah. that we're still able to pump out content is amazing to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's amazing because we, we, we're so restricted with what we have, but we're yeah. still able to wake up in the morning and put something out there. So my tip is the very first one is to see yourself as a brand when you begin. If you ever want to take this into the next level of being able to work with brands, doing doing other things, create your own thing along the way from the beginning. I love that. That was key though. I like that. You know, I I, I can tell you right now, a lot of people have hired me because of 
my colorful clothes. Mm -hmm. Some have hired me because of the aesthetic of the house. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some have hired me because I'm a a black mom doing her thing. Hey. You know, and then we we need representation Mm -hmm. in in the lifestyle field of moms. Right. definitely don't have enough moms doing this enough enough black mothers sharing their daily lives sharing mm-hmm. what they're doing with their kids, sharing their home sharing how they're living we don't yeah. have enough of that so this is literally it's it's a plain field to explore mm-hmm. we want to see more mothers doing their thing so yeah the my very first tip it will be to just see yourself as a brand from the beginning mm-hmm I love that. Yeah, Yeah, that's key. That's really important because a lot of the times and um, Leigh and I did this ourselves. It's like we we're like, okay, this is what we want to do. So we start going out and looking at what other people were doing. So we're like, how are we going to do this? And then we quickly learned that we just have to be ourselves. Yeah, (laughs) just have to be yourself. You Mm -hmm. just have to because you know what? The thing is, if you try to be somebody else, your mask is going to come off at some point. Mm. Yep. Yep. (laughs) You know, it's going to come off at some point or someday it's just going to fall off. (laughs) You better start (laughs) yourself. Um, And I remember one day, um, was it maybe a couple of years ago, I worked on this campaign with this brand and um, I was supposed to do a video for them. And my brand, I'm not like, it's not like I'm not fun. I'm very, I'm a fun person. Like if you know me behind the scene, oh my God, you would not think like I'm really, really fun. But <laughs> then also I have this Zen side of me that it's just that. Like I'm not the type that would jump and, and dance around and do things, even though that's nice. But I want to show my, my my personality in different ways. And the brand is like, oh, we want you to jump. And I'm like, hell no, I'm not jumping. <laughs> I'm not jumping. I don't care how much you think I'm not jumping because that's not my, what my brand is about. My brand is about, you know, I am Zen and I take it slow. Like, I, you know, I am not going to jump. I don't know why that's so hilarious. You know, it, it, it's true. And that's what I'm saying. If you have to see yourself as a brand because oh my God. other people come to you and ask you to do certain things that are yeah. not you, you have mm-hmm. to be able to say, listen, this is not how my brand like this is not how it works this is not what my brand is so see yourself as a brand from the very beginning that's key that's so funny. then you know who you are you're able to create those boundaries and have those limits on um what you will do and who you are and then that will that will help you attract what you're supposed to attract exactly for sure mm-hmm. exactly and also be okay with people not reacting to you the way you want them to Mm-hmm. I'll say even if you have one person that that follows you 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 win because that person cares enough to be there for you True. the numbers are true. just numbers it you know it does help when you get paid it does feel yes those are all true but the fact that one person decided to follow you and 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 listen to you and talk to you on a daily and do all these things with you that means that somebody cares true you know and also like um talk to your audience, you know, talk to your audience, talk to your audience via DM, whatever, you know, let them know that you care about them. Mm -hmm. 
you know, let them know that you're not just a robot just talking on your phone every day. You are a human being and you have feelings and you have, I, I even had a conversation the other day from another, um, she's not an influencer or anything. She's just a follower. She DM'd me. She's like, are you okay, girl? No, I DM her. I DM'd her because she, she DMs me all the time. She responds to my stories. So I took it up on myself because I haven't seen her interacting a lot lately message her find out like how you doing and turns out she wasn't doing too well because of the pandemic she's having some mental issues um so being a be a human behind the scenes be a human wow it's not always about selling people things That's but so awesome. it's also recognizing that these people that you don't pay a dime to that you do nothing for, they come, they're, they're here, they're always there. They interact, they're always there. So go out of your way and interact with them and show them that you also care. It's not only always you, oh, look at me, look at my beautiful house. Oh my God, and look at these shoes. You have to be mm -hmm. able to come down to earth and interact with your followers. These are, these are fantastic. Yeah. These are fantastic yeah. and they're very, they're timely, I feel, because yes. I think that like, you know, sometimes we all do, we all get caught up in the numbers. I think, yep. you know, for Chanel and I, it's, it can get even more overwhelming because it's like numbers mm -hmm. everywhere. Like, what are the numbers on Instagram? What are the numbers on Facebook? Yeah. What are the numbers on Spotify? Yeah. What are the numbers on yeah. Apple? Like, it's just like, we're just looking, looking for that. numbers. And it's mm -hmm. just like, my gosh, like, it's just like, it's, you're so consumed, but it's just like, yeah, like, okay, how can we increase? How can we, like, increasing is important, but like, but what about like celebrating what we have? Like, what about, like, if there's 200 that's or 250, exactly. like, I, I did a that's story big. About that. Yeah, I did a story about that. Um, I'll say probably a month or so, or maybe a little bit over. It's actually still there. I said to everybody, listen, I know myself included, I'm always about, oh my God, this post didn't do well. What did I do wrong? But we're focusing so much on growing that we forget to serve the audience that we already have. Mm -hmm. These people mm -hmm. are here. Serve them. Yeah. Serve them. Yeah. Tell, give them what they came for. And then the rest of the, the people will come after. Mm -hmm. It's hard. I say this, but I literally have to check myself sometime as well because I go yeah. through the same thing. Yeah, of, of course. Oh my God, didn't do, do well. At the end of the day, people like what they like and they don't like what they don't like. You know, Instagram it is. is saturated. Everything is saturated, but we all are unique in the sense that we all have our own little voice and a little area that we can... So serve the audience that you have rather than worry about the audience that you don't have yet. Don't worry about those people that, that are not here yet. Worry about the ones that took the time to follow and interact with you. Serve them. Serve them. Well, this was the conversation we needed to have today. Yeah. Yeah. I Serve those people. <laughs> yeah. I asked you to give advice to our listeners. You gave advice <laughs> to me. She just read <laughs> us the filth. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Uh, no, uh, this people. was... This was great. Um, well, Asa, we would love for our audience to find you and follow you mm -hmm. and connect with you. We want to share you with everyone, <laughs> anyone that we can find. So please <laughs> let our followers know where they can find you and follow your journey. Um, well, you can mainly find me on, on Instagram, on my curves and curls. I do mm -hmm. also have a blog and I blog there once a month <laughs> no um, <laughs> I, I gotta get back, I gotta get back into the flow of blogging because I know um uh 
people think that blogs are dead, but they're not. Mm-hmm. There's still a whole lot we can do with blogs. Um, so you can find me on mycurvesandpearls.com. Uh, that's my blog. I do have a YouTube channel that I haven't done anything for in a while, um, but I'm hoping to soon. And I think that's a little bit of my weakness doing videos. Yeah. So daily, you can definitely find me on Instagram on, on uh, my curls and curl and the end is ND curls. So mm. yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. That was like a fantastic, phenomenal conversation. Um, I don't think we knew what we were expecting out of this convo, but we always love to see where it goes. Yes. <laughs> um, so friends, um, we are about to wrap it up. But before we go, we would love for you to head over to our website at whilethenap.ca where you guys can, one, chat with us, uh, check out our merch, catch up on old episodes and also send your birth stories and bomb mom noms there mm-hmm. um, so that we can share that with uh, all of you guys, with our community, with our bomb mom tribe. Um, we'd also love for you guys to just check us out on Instagram at WTN podcast. Uh, we're also on Pinterest, YouTube, mm. TikTok. We there. And Clubhouse. <laughs> and Clubhouse. Yes, we're on Clubhouse now. So uh, head over there and they're all at Walden Nat Podcast. So it's easy to find one name. Um, and don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts where you can rate and review us, please. Please. <laughs> We'd love to hear how you feel about the podcast. We love uh, your feedback, what we can do, or if you love it, whatever, just send it, write it. And then write another one after that. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> write it under your kid's name, your grandkid's name, your husband's name, your dog's name. That's fine. We'll take it. Just keep All writing and reviewing. <laughs> but um yeah, that's that's about it. So with that being said, friends, nap time is over and we will see you guys on our next episode. Bye. Bye, friends. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.